Welcome to Living a Sex Positive Life, where we can guarantee the topic will be about sex. We'll talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures, the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and just talk about that touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Hey everyone, welcome. Here I am with my husband and co-host, John C. Luna. Hello everyone. So tonight is episode 18. Yay, we made it this far and not killed each other. (laughs) Having a great time. Just wanted to do just a generic podcast of what we're up to, what we're doing, because I know we've done a lot of interviews. Uh, Hopefully getting a couple more topics going for you guys. If you have any interest, please feel free to shoot us an email at info at livingasexpositivelife.com or on our Facebook page or even on our Twitter handles. I'm Miss Angelique Luna and... And I'm John C. Luna on Twitter. But um, we have hit episode 18, so it's been a good uh, four months of us doing that. We've had some great uh, uh, guests on our show, from Cooper Beckett to Sonny Megatron and uh, Moni Darla. Mona Darling. Um, Miss Darling from Miss Darling uh, uh, Discovered. Loved her book there. Definitely great stuff. You know, I know we've primarily done a lot of the BDSM, and well, now we just touch uh, swinging and polyamory and going on further that my upcoming host i am going to have lola divine who's coming out with a book about being a sex worker i forgot her title because she's still work in progress and i did get managed to schedule dirty lola so she will have her on the show and talking about her sexagogo podcast and workshops there and hopefully explain a little bit more what it means to be a little but we're trying to be diverse here in more than one way, and we have also covered um, sexual abuse and healing, mm-hmm. and did some episodes on that. And I know April's been um, Sexual Abuse Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. I got that one right this time. Yeah. Um, and we've been trying to spread the word as we can uh, about everyone being aware of sexual abuse, not just the, the signs, but... Uh, uh, how to heal from it and how to work with people who have been sexually abused. So we're trying to take the serious side as well as the fun, entertaining side as well. And educational, yes. We still want to educate that there's more than one flavor of ice cream out there. (laughs) Lots of different flavors of ice cream. And you know what? I'm greedy. I do want to taste almost all of them. Yes, and not trying to conform anybody and be kind of lobistic. And I'm just thinking of the John Oliver skit with all the different ice creams, how vanilla was trying to take over and make everyone one single flavor. (laughs) Oh, that was on John Oliver. Yes. I, I saw I saw that cartoon. I must have walked in after you turned it on. But that was hysterical because it was vanilla. It was all the ice creams in a room. And it was vanilla telling everyone that vanilla is right and everyone needs to be vanilla. And strawberries like, I don't know how to be vanilla. And chocolate's like, I ain't being vanilla, man. I'm chocolate and this is the way I am. And all the ice creams going at it. And then eventually they kind of got vanilla to try chocolate. And he became a little swirly. <laughs> They all became swirly there. (laughs) And that was fun. Um, We've been up to a couple of things ourselves. We started to learn how to rope. 
Yes, Shabari, which has been a lot of fun. We're taking classes for that. I'm still the bottom. <laughs> I will eventually become a top and learn, but I figure if John can master it, then he could teach me and we could flip roles and be switches. Because I'm enjoying the intimacy process of it. And just for those out there who don't know what it is, the roping uh, Shabari, it's, it's a Japanese um, artistic bondage. And it's done... Uh, we're learning with several different types of rope, uh, and there's different knots you learn. And uh, surprisingly, um, where we do it, obviously sex is not allowed, but it's very sensual. It is touching your partner because obviously you're you're roping them very tight, and you're running your hands along them, and it, it is. Uh, and communicating because you always have to keep checking: is it too tight? Is it too loose? Am I hurting you? Because even though it's not a, what's the call? Um, I don't know what's it called. Oh, you know the different levels of BDSM. It's not the, impact play. It's not impact. It is impact play. No, it's no not. not impact. What's the other one? You know, because it falls under the category of cutting. No. Yeah. It, it, the it's, roping, there's no cutting involved. No, but the category. Oh, my God. I'm going to go crazy. Now I have to figure out the okay. level of it because I don't see it as dangerous. But yet, because our teacher always says that, yes, roping can be dangerous. It, it can be. And he gives us a great warning that if you're doing this long enough, you will be injured. Uh, but they're very, very safety conscious where we're learning to do this. Right. And, um, and another impact. Okay, I have to look at it. Well, up it's now. bondage. I know, but what part of the bondage? Because there's level, uh, several different levels of play. There's impact play. There's blood play. There's sensation play. Sensation play. But I don't know. He didn't make it sound. It's not really sensation play because of the injury factor. That's going to drive oh, me insane. No, well. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll it out there. It. Yeah. But, but one of the points I want to make out is uh, uh, to make is that it, it, we find it is a great exercise, a good median uh, for us to come closer together as a couple because it is learning to move and cooperate in a very intimate, close way. So uh, kudos to our instructors, Chris mm -hmm. and um, Mike. Mike. Uh, for setting all this up. They have been a wonderful asset for this and uh, has actually led us to add some more conventions up and coming to our list mm -hmm. because uh, this year we did set aside and put all our uh, wants and dreams of vacations and uh, conventions and other stuff put together and we've been we've been doing well at, at attending all of them right and especially some of them i have to do for educational purposes because i am getting certified in kink education awareness. kink awareness um therapy so that's where it, it's kind of like okay is it really school is it fun but for us it is fun i know our next big event is going to be asac and that's going to be in Las Vegas, June 14th through the 20th, I think it is. Well, possibly we may have one before that. We might be doing gay days. We might. Orlando Gay Days there. So we're doing our very best to try to be there, present, um, either as our little, you know, 
stand free or doing workshops or something. I don't know. We we still haven't confirmed a lot of things, but we're we're putting it out there. So if anyone knows how to hook us up and get us to expose ourselves. <laughs> and we're okay with being exposed. You know, but again, if there's anything you guys want to hear about topic-wise during gay days, we're more than happy to explore that. Yes, I know, both being bisexual. So how to navigate bisexuality. We're all about teaching that workshop there. All. <laughs> Because I still think it's still a taboo t- topic, even between both worlds, the uh, LGBT and the heterosexual normative. Absolutely. Um, we've both gotten, uh, let's see, pick a side. Uh, you're just confused. You're still exploring. And we're not. You're very greedy. Oh, the greedy one I love. I'm the like, greedy one I love. Really? But How can I be greedy? I'm greedy for other reasons. Right. But I don't see going ahead and... Uh, uh, chopping off or, or discounting half the population uh, right off the bat. That kind of cuts down my odds at having fun. Right. But then isn't pansexual also being greedy? Because you just love everything and anyone, everyone. Well, pansexual and bisexual. Pansexual is, a, is, for me at least, a new term in the last couple of years that have come about. Right. Um, I've always heard, um, you know, straight, uh, gay, whether it's, you know, male or female, uh, bisexual, both great. Um, transsexual, which I have absolutely uh, no problem. We've had the, uh, lots of fun with some transsexual uh, uh, f- friends of ours. Uh, of course, then there's uh, asexual. Mm-hmm. So, just a rainbow of a spectrum. <laughs> there is, and those flavors are all just so much fun. Yep. So, and then the next event that I will be attending is going to be Blog Her. So that's more like a a blogger event, but still talking a lot about sex. Mona Darling, who we interviewed a couple weeks ago, uh, she will be uh, at that conference too, giving her presentations. But it's going to be more about traveling. Of course, you know, I, I know she was being more on the, you know, vanilla side. And I'm like, ooh, how do we travel with sex toys? <laughs> Not that presentation, but still a good conference. So after blog her, I think July we're quiet. We don't think there's anything in July that no we're No major events. No. Unless something comes up and you guys want us to be there, we'll be there. Um, well, we also, um, we have been attending a, a dungeon for a while. We've talked about that. But as of last week, we've also attended... Um, our local swinger resort. I still have a hard time being in Florida and saying my local swinger resort uh, to say, yes, it truly does exist. Santa Claus. It does. And they've changed quite a bit since they first opened, which blew us away when we got there. This is a resort that started off as, as a little venture with a few people and uh, a Ramada is what it started off as. Mm -hmm. Um, which was really weird because during the day, uh, there, I mean, uh, on the non sellout weekends, there were regular people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's vanillas. I shouldn't say regular. I hate using that term, but, um, they've turned it around and it is a 24 seven now swinger resort mm-hmm. with a dance club, multiple pools, multiple hot tubs. Um, I love how they did the, uh, canopy beds outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do do, uh, obviously hotels, but now they're also doing condos. There are people who actually live there, which is, which absolutely, you know, we can all dream. 
Yeah, it is a dream. But I love how they did, they finally did the private playrooms, the open playrooms, a little room where you could sit down on the couch, watch some porn, the giant shower. That was pretty cool. I like that. Don't forget the food. Yes, they did have food there. Because yeah. as we all know, for anyone who's been to a, to any type of play dungeon, swinger, poly convention, club, whatever, you just get to a point where you all end up at a Denny's or an IHOP. It's inevitable. So the fact that they put a kitchen in there is fantastic. Kudos to all that. So that was fun. Um, so they're having their events uh, coming up in Memorial Day weekend. So we still haven't figured out if we're going or not because... Um, craziness. Just trying to fa- finalize May because <laughs> we have that. Well, we should probably just plug the name at this point. No, I'm still waiting for confirmation if they're supporting us or not. Okay, then we'll go ahead and keep it a secret. Yeah, that's why. It's like I always will give consent to promote somebody if they're promoting us and they accept us. So, you know, that, we'll put a little hold on that and then we'll announce them a little bit later. Exactly. But there are more events. Yes, then we have August, which is literally back-to-back-to-back events. They're starting with Woodhall's Sexual Freedom, and that's going to be in Washington, D.C. on the first weekend. I have to double-check the dates here. Um, Oops, rooms are almost sold out. Ah, keep forgetting to do that. Uh... I want to say August 4th through the, you know, we're so bad with that. I forgot the dates. (laughs) One moment, please. But then the following week, oh, August 3rd to the 8th, that's Woodhall. Then the following weekend is going to be FetishCon. Over in uh, uh, the St. Pete. Pete. Yeah, the Hilton St. Pete. And then Which we've been two years before, and yes. it's always been a blast. Such a great group of people out there. Um, they usually, it, it, let's see, we do have some stories about that, though. I mean, it's a great place, it's a great environment. They do set up a dungeon uh, where you want to play. Obviously, lots of people stay in hotels. But uh, the first time we went, we uh, came down early because uh, we were with some presenters. Uh-huh. And uh, so we came there, I think it was Thursday, and it started on Friday, so we were there a little bit early. So we had all the people who were setting up and getting dressed up, and it was just the beginning of it. And of course, once you're done setting up and they say, no, it's not open to the public for a while, everyone goes down and gathers in the lounge. Because you're not going to go ahead and sit in your hotel room at a convention like this. There's no way. There's too much to see. And there was. Oh, my God. That was so hysterical, the lounge area. Because you have to understand, the lounge was on the first floor, and then there was an escalator going up to the conference. So it was kind of separated, but you could just see the interaction on a Friday afternoon happy hour on the day FetishCon is about to begin. So... You could have you could have drawn a line with chalk straight down the middle of the of the uh, the bar lounge area because to the right were the regulars all wearing suits and business you know fairly business casual business formal dresses and to the left was the leather the latex the hoods the furries the, the, the furries the plastic and we're, and we're all just hanging out in clo in our clothes in in our getup and each side is staring with each other you know and I was curious I'm like. Okay, how many people are going to switch sides now? How many, how many of those busy people are just going to, come on, come over, join the dark side? 
<laughs> but it, it was just funny because you could kind of look at their glares and you could see each side was looking at them and calling them freaks. You know, you had the the fetish attendees looking at the business people, the business people looking at the fetish attendees and both saying freaks. And it's just, I found it very comical because you guys are like judging on each other. But in reality, nope. <laughs> Well, but, understanding it, has to start somewhere. So right, and they have start. a lot of great workshops there, demonstrations, vendors. I know we always go broke during that conference. But since it's August, we, we're, we're kind of looking at the other conferences um, because then the following week in Orlando, it's going to be FIRE. And FIRE is Florida international roping experience i think i believe it's intensive oh intensive florida intensive roping roping experience experience. so i mispronounced the i i'm sorry so So supposedly we're going to have a large area there's going to be lots of displays and lots of time to rope up your partner and other partners with consent with consent it's all about the consent there people and then florida power exchange is going to be down back to the same hotel at the hilton st petersburg as fetish con there the so hilton st petersburg must be a you know a fun place to work because they're getting all the fun conventions oh absolutely and the vendors oh my god so like i said august we just got to be very particular on which vendor we want to go to like woodhull i could see we have a little you know last sex education kind of deal but um yeah <laughs> we're going to have the uh challenge because especially if we want to get floggers rope corsets because that's usually where i get my corsets because that's where they have the steel bone not the ones you could buy at hot topic um what um i don't know what else what what other fun things we could get there oh there oh your medical supplies toys that is true that is true but most of the things i love about these conventions that my two favorites are the workshops because i love hearing about all the other new things that are going on i love people talking and teaching about everything sex and then my best i love the people oh yeah i love and i will do this i will eventually get to a point at a convention where i've gotten over the 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 hype i'm coming down just a little bit i'm not a giddy little school school boy anymore and to just go down and find the biggest table i can at the lounge and i sit at it and I, either whether I'm alone or it's just the two of us, I always get the biggest table I can because that's when people come by and go, is anyone sitting here? And that's that's how I start meeting so many people. I've done that in Vegas. I've done it in Ontario. I've done it uh, uh, in New York in, in, in the little time I've spent out in L.A. And it works every time. And I it's that I, I always come back with the most interesting uh, uh, contacts from mm-hmm. these events that some have turned into lifetime friendships. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing because you're in the same safe environment. So you're not going to be judging everybody when you go back to the real world. It's like, okay, so this is what you're doing. This is what's going on. Perfect. So um, sometimes you just need someone to talk to about, you know, the new anal sex toys or whatever and and, and be able to speak freely on that. So. After uh, that, there's another event, right? Vegas? No, Vegas is June. Vegas is June. June. So it's not going to be up to November to Life on the Swing Sets Desire Trip. 
Ooh, yes. So we're crowdfunding for that. Send us. <laughs> we would love to go down there. We'd love to work with those guys. We've met them in the past. Again, great group of people. Um, hope to be able to get down there and see, uh, for the first time, Desire. Uh, I've heard so many great reviews about that place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on with us so far. Well, a little more. We're working on workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the current ideas or the current, well, what workshops do we have so far? Uh, workshops is, well, we did the podcast, the non-monogamy is not anti-monogamy. Yes. We're doing a workshop on that. That one, uh, how to navigate bisexuality. Another great, important one. Um, then we were going to do like a kink 101 sampler of everything that I'm learning from the um, ethical non-monogamy, power exchange, queer orientation, queer gender, and fetishes. So give people a better idea of what kink is all involved and what resources are available for them. Also, uh, I think we're doing like even more individual like the power exchange as one workshop but i think the ethical non-monogamy falls under the non-monogamy is not anti-monogamy so that we already created Woo-hoo! one <laughs> and um well the other two ideas mm-hmm. that we were coming up with were um for, <coughs> excuse me breaking into the lifestyle single uh because we both navigated uh before getting together and we did get together in the lifestyle but we both navigated navigated it uh, as a single uh, man and a single woman, mm-hmm. and it is extraordinarily different. Uh, one versus the other, including the online dating scene, is extremely different from one to the other. Um, that's another workshop we're probably going to end up doing, and another one uh, is parenting in the kink lifestyle. Yes, because just because we like sex doesn't mean we don't have kids most of us do and working with them and making sure they have a well a better talk with their kids than most of us have had with our parents uh, about the birds and the bees and walked away very confused on that one but uh most of us in a lifestyle have uh very good sexual communication skills we can Mm -hmm. talk about sex without getting awkward so how do we turn that and use that to talk with our children to have them more prepared for their life? Yeah, because people keep forgetting kids could smell fear. And if <laughs> you're so scared shitless to talk about sex with them, they're not going to come and approach you. You know, they'll be like, no, they they don't know what they're saying or doing. And it's like, yeah, we do. We, we have more ideas and we could teach you about consent. We could teach you about be comfortable with your own sexuality. Be comfortable with masturbating because you got to learn how to masturbate first. So you can tell your partner, I like it this way. I like it that way. This but it is also hard to talk to your parent about this and making it a safe environment is not a one-time thing. It's a continual effort. Well, also, if you, you know, just talking to your partner about it. I mean, even with us, we've been learning and navigating new stuff there because we've evolved in the last seven years. You know, something that I would have said, oh, hell no, I would never do that. I'm like, okay, I'll tip my toe in it and let's see how it is. Because a lot of the things is that you trust this person, you know, and you know that no matter what, they're like, okay, you're in it for the long haul, and then you're not the only one taking the nosedive into this. So true. 
so true. So we'll be doing workshops on or putting together workshops. We have some of them. Um, so look out for us in probably the central Florida and mid Florida area. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing those on location and continuing the podcast as we do. And um, let's see what else. We're trying to adventure into Snapchatting and a little bit more live video. I guess we should have been doing this on video so people could see our little studio but home from. But I haven't from. put my makeup on. Oh, <laughs> I know. You need your makeup. Just kidding. <laughs> You're taking a note out of Bill Nye the Science Guy, aren't you? Well, actually, that's a great segue there. Recently, I watched, uh, we did, we watched Bill Nye uh, the Science Guy on Netflix. And he did a episode... On what sexuality was and wow, that man is my new hero. He went actually into uh, uh, the scientific uh, whys and the things we don't know uh, about gender and split it up between what your sex is versus what your gender is versus what your what was the exact term your your outward appearance was it appearance oh. I think presentation. I presentation. I think. Yes, yes, yes. Because he's all about scientific. So yeah, presentation. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's episode nine on Bill Nye saves the world, and also explaining the difference between um, sexual preference too. Just because you're a man, you don't necessarily also have to like. A woman, you could like a man and or vice versa or having a woman's brain in a man's body. So explaining the transgender philo- or scientific method of why people are the way they are and great conversations. And also going over to, was it China? Korea? Because it was K-pop. Yes. That, that was interesting to learn on how they're embracing gender neutrality um that doesn't matter if you're male or female everyone buys makeup everyone wears makeup everyone dresses and wears their hair however they feel comfortable with that's right they said that in korea it's the it's the country with the largest amount of male makeup sold correct and it's still very conservative it's still a conservative country but with K-pop, which is Korean pop culture, um, you have a lot of musicians and artists similar to like our electric dance music festivals here, ultra music festivals. But people just don't care what gender you are because I think two other pop stars, you can't even tell or if they're male or female because they have like short hair, baggy clothes, but embracing... The haircuts kind of switch, but it's definitely yeah. um, um, the androgyny that uh, Prince started mm-hmm. uh, and is known for. The rest is all. So <laughs> <laughs> he would have been proud. Yep. On that. So definitely check out. I'm trying to think of any other things people need to check out for. Well, um, we have new, new guests coming up. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to be broadcasting and bring you... Uh, news from the sexual edge as much as we can and uh let's see we have the the conventions um all our listeners from all over the world oh yes yes we get we just got our statistics and we are so excited um 
Most of our uh, uh, listeners are in the United States, and that is to be expected. Uh, yell out to uh, Arlington, Virginia, with the most listeners out there in uh, Chicago and uh, Oklahoma and all those great places. But uh, UK, hey guys, uh, glad you're listening to us from across the pond. We have some listeners in uh, Birmingham, oh, Birmingham. Yeah, but New Zealand's way across the world. Yes, so going going down the list, uh, and I'll just go through this quickly. Australia, India, Netherlands, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and it looks like the very few people, hopefully that's more than one, I can't tell, it just gives me a percentage, from China. The idea of people listening to us across the world, this is fantastic. Thank you so much. Please help us spread the word if you like our content. Go ahead and uh, uh, we'll push it to your friends, but uh, you know, introduce the vanilla, but don't, don't do it at a risk to you. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the what the political climate is in China to a podcast like ours. I'm, ours, I'm assuming it's not the best. Uh, I don't know if it's le- illegal. Hey, you forgot Switzerland and Sweden too. How can I forget Switzerland and oh. Sweden? Oh, Germany, Dankeschön. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, we're just super excited that you guys are enjoying our content. Just please share it, like it. Um, also, you know, drop us a note and say, hey, you know, we're interested. On your information. Even if you just want to say hi and say, hey, I'm from Germany and I'm listening and I like you. Whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. And you can send us an email at info at com or our Facebook page. Twitter, you could find us both there. Um, Mine's is Miss Angelique Luna. Honey's John C. Luna. But we love to chat, ask questions. You know, what what materials do you guys want to hear? I know we've been touching a little of everything, like a sampler. (laughs) Well, uh, I know for upcoming topics, we are going to explore more uh, polyamory. Right. And uh, uh, swingers. and uh, Sex workers. Sex workers. Give shout outs to them. Sex worker is such a term that encompasses so much from the sex coaches all the way uh, to the other spectrum of the performers and the porn stars. It's everyone in the sex industry. Yeah, and I think people just keep forgetting that. that even though a, they think of a sex worker, and I hate to say it, as the lowest form, like the people that are in human trafficking, on working the corners. I'm like, no, you got your sugar babies, you got your high-end escorts, um, you have your performers, but also surrogates. You know, I need to find somebody who's a sex surrogate. But also your sex therapist. Right. And your sex scientist. Love you guys out at the Kinsey Institute. Keep doing the work you're doing. Ooh, I should get Dr. Zana on. I would love to get her. Because she, if you've seen her periscopes and her material, she really breaks everything down in a scientific way. Ooh. You know, it feels good to live in a time when so much of this, so many of these sexual resources is available like never before. Yeah, and it's just a matter of going on the internet as long as it's available here. You know, God forbid our administration decides to shut us down um, to just look for it. And if you don't, you know, you could have go to websites like kinkyjungle.com or BetLife and they will connect you with people with similar interest of what you're looking for, you know? So the information is out there. It's just a matter of just kind of figuring out what you're curious about, you know? And I think a lot of people keep forgetting curiosity is okay. Yes. 
Curiosity is okay. I'll even say ignorance is okay. Just recognize it and work on it. Or, you know, just just agree to disagree. That is true. So acceptance? Yes, very much acceptance. Speaking of acceptance, acceptance. acceptance um, Heineken came out with a new commercial on uh, in the UK. It's on my uh, Facebook page, Living a Sex Positive Life there, um, which they made a social experiment, putting two people together. Um, they had to build a bar. So they had no idea who they were, what's going on. They were just being amicable. They built the bar. And then they showed a video of each of the person describing who they are. There was like a feminist... Um, there was a um, transgender. There was, um, forgot the other two. It, it's a four-minute commercial. But they were paired up with people who were against what they represent, you know, against feminism, against transgender. And they opened the dialogue. So they had the option of either leave the bar area that they, you know, built together, already were talking and being friendly, or sit down have a Heineken and discuss their differences. And it was such a great social experiment and to see how they were starting to, okay, so why do you see it this way? Why do you see it that way? Um, One person was like, well, I was raised, it's either black or white. There's no in between. And the person was like, well, that's not how I feel. This is what I present. So it's all about fostering more understanding and that has to start with dialogue. Right. And that's why we're here. And sometimes we have to shove the dialogue. You know, it's like, hey, talk to us. <laughs> I, I never want to go with the term forced dialogue, but sometimes you got to go, go fishing and, and pull people in and, and burst that shyness bubble and get people to say, hey, you look like you have something to say and I want to hear it. <laughs> or it's like, hey, we're here for the same reason, so why are you in the opposite side of the room? Come together, you know, the, the typical awkward teenage high school or middle school dance where you have the boys on one side, the girls on one side, or you kind of mix some of them in between. <laughs> well, it is that touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Yes, it is. So let's see. I'm going to go ahead and wish everyone a good night. This was our catch-up. We will be having another interview next week. Um, not sure who's in the pipeline. I know I have to go and confirm the person because if not, I have to get somebody else because I have a lineup there. Because oh yeah, the OK Cupid people. I love those stories. There's a lot of OK Cupid horror dating stories going around. So I have a couple of guests. Dirty Lola's one of them. That having you know, I love talking about those because it's like people boundaries, you know manners. Why is it when you get on a dating site that you're just like? show like the worst side animalistic you're right the cannibalistic side yes well it, it's we ha- we have different parts and i even rule recognize this about myself of personality and when i go to a dungeon or a a, a swinger club or or anywhere and i have my mindset that i am here to learn i can do great conversations with people mm-hmm. and when i go to a bar or a swing, anything like that, same thing, and I have the object in my head of, I'm going to get laid tonight, I turn into a idiot. So, <laughs> and, and I, yeah, I, I, we have to come up with a cartoon character. 
Because it, it, it's like, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. It is. And I think a lot of guys have that. Oh, because women the too. Moment, oh, no, no, no. There's some women out there. Come on. The moment we get fixated on that fantasy, that, 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 and I hate to say it, it's sex, it tends to take the cerebral uh, other part of our mind and shove it down the back and tell it to shut the hell up. <laughs> And we totally, you know, we, we lose that suaveness that, that we can be. But that's for another podcast. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and bid adieu tonight. I there do. was my bit of French. <laughs> if you want to reach us, again, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Info at livingasexpositivelife.com. And we'll keep up the interviews as long as you guys keep listening. Definitely. Take care, guys. Have, Have a good, good night. night.